0: I'm Ingrid Delamar Kenny. I'm the CEO and founder of The Method.
1: She's also my wife, and she's the smartest woman I've ever met.
0: First of all, she's my mom, and she's really cool.
1: She's all that, and she's a
0: superhero. Never mind CEO, she's gangster. This is the Pardon My French podcast. episode you'll hear about wellness fitness french allism and lifestyle a tray fucking chic gangster podcast hosted by fitness and wellness french hedonism guru and creator of the method the body yours truly ingrid delamar kenny live from monte carlo monaco on this show you'll find a mix of audio entertainment including listener and audience questions answered about health wellness lifestyle family and relationships and my french holistic tips to be healthy have your best body and transform both your body and your mindset into the happiest ever as well as leaving la belle lifestyle like a chic french gangster Hi everyone, I am Ingrid Delamar kenny and I'm live from Monaco and today I have a co-host. Not a victim, well not yet, but a co-host with me. Gilles is here with me co-hosting. Hi! Hi everybody! So now you're a veteran when it comes to podcasting. Everyone loved the first one that you came on and they asked you back. So after our super trip to Morocco I thought it would be a good idea for you to come back on and give us updates
1: yes well you don't need updates you've seen it all throughout the weeks so i see all the posts and uh, writings from everyone so i don't think there's much more to say but apparently there is
0: there is this peacock hub updates no peacock no sex we need to talk about that giraffe yeah now i want a giraffe people have questions um my amazing tribe has questions so i'm gonna ask you some of them and then i have questions uh-oh Anything you want to say in your defense before we start?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll keep that for last.
0: So if you've been following us on Instagram, everybody's so familiar with you already through Instagram. Um, But you know, some people listen to the podcast and not necessarily on Instagram. So we have to give a little bit of a background. We've been uh, to Morocco for the second time in the course of a month. This second trip was a business trip for me and we mixed a little bit, a lot of pleasure. Also, we went to Marrakech so I could bring back um, my fucking beautiful simply huile de rose, rose oil. Um, And I think that's why it was great to bring you on right after this trip because you came and you supported me and you helped me through it. You dealt with the drama with me because there's always drama when you're working with countries like Morocco. And everyone seeing how supportive you are, and then how much fun we have in the evening. And I mean, Lauren has a question for you. Skinny confidential.
1: Uh oh. Uh, Really good friend, Lauren. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Lauren,
1: She asked,
0: How's your CBD pen?
1: My CBD pen was awesome. I slept like a baby for three days, and ever since then.
0: Okay, so we need to talk about how you went from being Mr. 007, double agent bond material at our wedding coming on the jet ski to the chupa where we got married to mr i'm locking the passports in my new removal suitcase and i cannot open it one hour before the flight and we almost missed the flight because you've been fucking vaping like like a like a freaking drug addict (laughs) Uh, Thanks, Lauren.
1: No, that's not That's not the only reason. Uh, that, that is, that is,
0: no, that is. Can we, we talk about
1: that? Yeah, Remova has a, te- a technical issue because I had put another code. <laughs> and then I called them and I had to do 999 numbers to figure out that uh, it was 000 in the yeah, end. But I think exactly. that's just like an unlocking procedure and no. after a while. <laughs> but what she doesn't mention is the fact that we were supposed to leave the house at quarter to two and we left at 220. So that we only left, left me... You left at
0: 220 because I was waiting no, for you with four your cooking.
1: So that means we got to the airport. We only had 10 minutes uh, before uh, check-in uh, was closed. Uh, and uh, I needed 20 minutes to unlock the code. Anyways, we made it on the plane.
0: We made it on the plane. The you CBD were,
1: pen made it on the plane also.
0: The CBD <laughs> pens made it on the plane, but you were vaping. And I definitely, when I storied about it on Instagram... I was like, he like CBD'd the fuck out of his brain. And I've been saying that the combination is zero, zero, zero. And of course, you went and did 999 different combinations to end up doing zero, zero, zero. So
1: you know what? Let's get some comments. So... You find remove a remove suitcase in an airport and you just go zero, zero and magically it just opens. No, you never set it It's said You
0: never set yours you, up. Of
1: course I did.
0: No, the, your Anyways, I think you. we'll argue
1: to this one until the last day of our life.
0: So Lauren, does that answer your question about how the CBD <laughs> Lauren, goes? I
1: love the CBD. Send over some more.
0: No, we're getting we some, some more them. actually. The company is sending us some more. They graciously no, offered to send us back some they're really more. Cool. So, they're definitely um, cool. That's really cool. I don't know if that's, any good for me to be on time for traveling? We'll see about our trip tomorrow. Yeah,
1: let, let's see how late you, you know, are tomorrow. my
0: fucking passport. Trust
1: me, you will know if she's late. I will post it all over the world.
0: Nobody watches your stories anyway. Okay, yeah,
1: well, I'll put on your stories.
0: Okay, I have more questions for you. But before that, on our first trip to Morocco... We went to a hotel that was pretty good. I didn't really share the hotel because there was a glitch with the way that our yeah. trip went with them. Yeah. We, had, uh, we had reserved through Expedia and this is not a pitch or anything. I don't work with Expedia, but we had reserved like an amazing villa or Riyadh, whatever yeah. you call those yeah. uh, in that hotel.
1: And we didn't get that one the and first night. The
0: first night, we didn't get that one. They put us in another one that was quite nice, but not the original one that we reserved. And it was dirty. It was dirty. And then the next day, they made us change to the original one.
1: And also, on the arrival, we were not greeted. Uh, we didn't have anything in the room. Not, no excuse note. I mean, it was pretty bad.
0: It was pretty bad. Screen. But... 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 Luckily... The hotel is magnificent. And the locals in the hotel that work there yeah. were amazing, except yeah. for the director who was a fucking idiot. Yeah. But long story short, that's why I never mentioned the name of that hotel. Yeah. Um, but
1: long story short, the only hotel in Marrakesh that has
0: 10 peacocks <laughs> on the grounds. And I met besties with all of them, totally fell in love with them. And most of them were males. So if you don't know, because I found that I used to call them she because they were so beautiful and wearing like those gorgeous dresses. The beautiful ones that spread their wings or feathers and look so gorgeous are the males. The males. And so mainly the males kind of like used to open up their feathers and call the females. And we would see the females coming running. And then at breakfast time, they literally would come to us and look at us like, are you going to give me some food? Long story short, I decided that I wanted some peacocks. So I want peacocks. So the whole trip was literally no peacock, no sex. Because I found that you can get... (laughs) That was a lie. Well, we're going to get to that. We're going to speak about that. that, that's fraudulent. (laughs) You've been promising me some peacocks.
1: But yeah, I told you, it'll come with the house.
0: Yeah, so that's, that's the new development. But on the 1st of April, I went and I simulated the purchase of peacocks. I almost died. And I sent you the...
1: She sent me the invoice of a peacock with a peacock photo. And honestly, I was in the office, so, like, 1st of April, I was, like, far from that. And I thought, oh, my God, she actually bought Two peacocks, peacocks.
0: Spartacus
1: but, and, and
0: Cleopatra. And my,
1: my first reaction in my head was, like, the poor peacocks, they're going to fly out of the garden and get hit by a bus. <laughs> so, I felt really bad at the idea of buying peacocks. And so, I called her directly, going, are you nuts? To find <laughs> out that it was actually...
0: An April Fool's. An April Fool's. But... I'm still very serious about the Peacock situation. I was very disappointed that when we arrived to this hotel this time, which was Palais Ronsard, which we absolutely
1: loved. It's only been open two months. Amazing place.
0: Amazing place. So when we arrived there, I had requested the express rental of Peacocks, and that did not happen. No. What kind of a fucking movie producer are you that you can't get Peacocks to my hotel grounds (laughs) in Marrakech?
1: I didn't have the authorization in time.
0: So I arrived and there are fucking swans, like fake swans, not yeah. even real ones. Yeah, metal ones. In like those beautiful... Ponds. Ponds. Fake palms. Fake ponds, f- fake palms, too, but yeah. they were beautiful. Yeah. So I really like was not in on that joke and I really like didn't... I was not amused. But turns out that Gilles and I decided to buy... Possibly our second home in Marrakesh because it's so close to where we live. It's like about two hours and a half flight, yeah. And uh, life is way cheaper there. So that changes everything. Life is way cheaper there and it changes everything. So we love the place so much. And it is so reminiscent of my childhood because my family is from Morocco. Morocco. Uh, that we decided to buy a home there. So the deal was that we will get peacocks in our new home that we went to look for on this trip.
1: But of course, now she wants more than peacocks.
0: Now I want a giraffe. Because it turns out that our, I guess, who's Mustafa? Like a butler for us? Mustafa is is this really
1: cool guy that we met in Morocco. He was a taxi driver. And basically the guy works as a... All-around like butler. butler. Yeah, like a butler. but Like, like house be-
0: manager. House
1: manager. He takes of my Emerald. business for so, me, yeah, like so make sure
0: that my, shik- my he ship... He really helped us time.
1: out. And so we thought, okay, we get a house. We have Mustafa and then he can and hire then the Mustafa rest of Mustafa said,
0: well, the houses we find are, you know, for the prices that are not expensive at all. I mean, really you, you can't even get an apartment for that in the South of France. But yeah. in Morocco, you can get a huge house. Uh, he said you can get acres. And I was like, oh my God, acres? I need a giraffe. So now oh, she
1: wants giraffe, she wants peacock, she wants sheep.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I want sheep she because wants, that's uh, what you have in Marrakech. I think
1: we're going to go They're so like, cute fruits and vegetables and
0: absolutely i want a little potager yes like a vegetable garden like, in like the hotel. as a matter of fact
1: the hotel we stayed in they had a potager and the lunch
0: that's was a, in that, the potager that's a vegetable garden like a, ve- a
1: vegetable garden and you have it lunch amazing.
0: when like in what they call a like a rosary what is it called like something like that so yeah so that's the update i will be getting my peacocks spartacus and cleopatra and the shiraf wonderful whom i have not Next,
1: next question.
0: But the bottom line was that I kept on saying no peacock, no sex, but we've had sex.
1: Yeah. See, I told you guys it was a lie.
0: That's she, she fraud. Just,
1: she, she puts out these like ultimatums, but it doesn't work.
0: Everyone knows that we've had sex. They can tell, they can look at your smile on my stories. You look really happy.
1: Well, luckily, I mean, we're, you know, we're still young. <laughs> Come on.
0: Well, I'm still young. You're not. <laughs> you just turned 50. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't
0: worry. The big five O, the upgraded version. Yes. All right. So there are some questions about relationships. We always we've spoken. I think in the first episode yeah, we about, we spoke how, about
1: how we met. How we
0: met. People yeah. ask again. We'll give a background again for people that you know just yeah. join in and haven't listened to the first episodes. But I would say if you're catching this episode and you haven't heard, I think you were on episode two or three when I started the I podcast. We're up to twenty five now. Yeah. Um, so applies. there are some questions for you okay um, Maddie what's her name Maddie Fashun says what was your first impressions about Ingrid his first impressions about you don't lie <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I say are we referring to like the first time I saw you or she said. We... What, she
0: just said what was your first impressions
1: first impressions Uh. well on the day we met my first impression was like, wow, she's, she's like really hot. Like, 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 is this for real? Like, you know, I thought, okay, so she has the looks. Does she have the brain that goes with it? Because for me, it was really important that, you know, everything went together and I don't was think at the same time. You thought
0: about level. my brain on no, the first I, day. No,
1: I did. Of course. You're it's very important. Liar. No, it's important. <laughs> but it was, it was important for the future. I
0: still don't think you think no, about That my day, brains. I was,
1: no, that, <laughs> that day, I just, you know, of course, like any, Normal man, you would think. Okay, she looks good. She's physically attractive. Let's see. You know. Let's see how far that goes, mm-hmm. and then from that, let's see how far the brain issue level goes. You know.
0: So that was your first impression. So that, that
1: was your first impression. Was like, yeah, you you looked really hard, very uh, looked after, and that that was a that was a very nice first impression.
0: Nice.
1: And you were not too tall. I don't like tall girls. Yeah, I'm
0: not very tall. People think I'm really tall. She has long tall. legs,
1: but she's not too tall, which is nice.
0: That's right. So I it's... tell him all the time, you're so lucky. I have the long legs, but not the height because yeah. he doesn't like tall girls. Lucky me. Um, somebody asked, how did you know Ingrid was the one for you? I think that we've answered that question before, but we'll answer it again. Teeny Pops asked,
1: uh, how did I know? Well, I knew after, I knew, I knew actually quite fast. Cause we uh we we did a couple of uh, meals together. A week later, I was she was like, "You're not gonna meet my kids for a while." A week later, I'm taking them to the movies. We're all going Actually, to Actually,
0: I said we're gonna have an affair. Yeah. And you're okay. never gonna meet my kids. The
1: affair lasted less than a week. <laughs> <laughs> and I took the kids to the outdoor cinema in Monaco. And and let's say a couple of weeks later, the the girls were giving me the keys to. To the flat where we were living together before we bought our house. So it was, uh, I think the kids made the whole thing go faster. much faster. Yeah, you have and, to be uh, serious about and, it. Yeah. And uh, from then on, I knew that Ingrid was serious. So I felt I felt really good about the whole thing. Because, you know, when you live in the south of France, you have to be really careful about who you meet. There are a lot of fake people. Well, that's and, the and same where, in New York. Yeah, I know. But here is like, really bad. Here is really bad. So anyway, we got really lucky. Yeah, I, I, you got so lucky. That's oh, for sure. Excuse me, let's, let me rephrase <laughs> that. See, I'm saying we got so lucky. So I'm being nice, but you're like, I, you got so lucky. Everybody like,
0: knows how lucky I am. I'm like, so I, I, make those so, cheesy posts about so you. It's so selfish,
1: my god. <laughs> are you, are you like complaining? Yeah.
0: Okay, complain. It's my moment. No sex.
1: <laughs> it's okay. We already had it.
0: So Patricia Fioto asked, "How did you meet Ingrid?" I think we've told that story before.
1: Yeah, we so met I in Monaco. Like we met Patricia. in Monaco on a beautiful afternoon. I was actually, uh, I was one day from shooting and in, uh, in Monaco with uh, because you
0: make movies. Yes,
1: movies with and commercials. Sounds
0: like you're like shooting. Well, I don't. Yeah,
1: no, I do. Uh, I do production service in the south of France, which is fun and um yeah we met i was i was strolling around the mall in monaco and um we kind of like smothered each other and approach and exchanged a couple of words gave each other's number and met the next day for coffee and it all started from there
0: yeah it did um somebody asked if it's, i think it's an amazing question for this podcast and i can't wait to hear your answer oh. no it's not bad Stronger Tati One says, Do you guys care about things like scars and stretch marks? You know women, we really obsess about this stuff. Like having scars on our bodies and having stretch marks. Do you guys care about that?
1: Um honestly Honestly it's it, it's a it's a very difficult question, but I would say no like the first the first attraction if If there is a first attraction, what you find out after doesn't bother i mean for I'm speaking for me huh? it, it it doesn't bother me i mean once once I'm attracted to the person uh if I find that things out you know of course when you have sex you see the person's full body and you discover scars or this or that you know if're you're, if you're already attracted to the person in your mind and physically, i don't think it's, um it's not something that that bothers me personally.
0: That's I a can't good answer. say it does.
1: I can't say it does.
0: That's a pretty good answer.
1: What do you mean, pretty good? It's it's an honest answer.
0: It's a very honest answer. We, you know, obsess over that stuff. Like I will drive you crazy if I find a new stretch mark, like, oh my God and then you actually don't even see it most of the time. Like I what's true? Yeah, I
1: right. you, you guys wanna hear a joke? She finds herself fat. She wakes up in the morning, she says, Oh look, I'm fat. I'm like, What? Like where? Like your earlobe or your nose or or behind your hair. No, no, like no, what no, the no, fuck? No, no but no, seriously. Yeah.
0: I do not find myself
1: so, fat. So sometimes she finds things and she's like It's like, okay, she's a woman, it's normal, perfection, blah, blah, blah. But seriously, I mean... No,
0: no, no. no. I don't find myself fat. I'm actually pretty good with body image. But But if we have a really crazy weekend drinking and eating drinking and eating yeah i'll be like okay i need to like get back on track here yeah but you know, you, yeah, but you do that really fast but you do that yeah i, I go back to the method but, i go back but, I mean, to you know, intermittent there is, fasting
1: there is a there is a limit to what can be said of
0: course You know, it's like the same when people, I I just posted pictures on Instagram and people were like, wow, your body's goals, what an amazing picture. And it is. I know it's a good picture because I will only post it if it's a good picture. What people don't know is that you take like 4,537 pictures. No, sorry,
1: (laughs) 40,500 pictures.
0: For me to like one. And I, you know, and I think it's nice to mention, and I will mention it to a few people and say, you don't understand. We did like. 5,632 yeah, takes. No, but you,
1: you need to do that anyway. We are
0: tough on ourselves and you, you can't overdo it. I don't think I'm fat. Absolutely not. You know, I know I have small arms and I know I have very, very thin legs. But yeah, I have my area of concern when it comes to my body. When I gain weight, I always talk about it. I gain it where the, you would say the love handles are. And if, you know, I go really like crazy with food over a long weekend.
1: Yeah, but you don't do that too much. I no, mean.
0: I don't do that at all anymore. Since in Newland, I tend Just to.
1: Sometimes you go overboard. You're like, oh my God, look at this or look at that. And I'm like, come on, give me a break. That's nothing. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm a woman. That's when I say
1: doing. it, it's normal. I, yeah, it shows. Like like but choose. when you say it.
0: You say it so I will tell you you look hot. So, or that tell yeah, okay, not okay. that I tell you I do you. Because that, yeah. that's, that's what it is. Like, oh, I don't look good today. I'm like, yeah, I do you. And you love to hear that. So that's why you say it.
1: No, not at all. No, what I say is, is it I not My it. answer most of it's the
0: time. It's your answer, but that's not my why I say My like, yeah, do you?
1: But that is not why I say it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, uh, somebody said, "What, how to balance out chasing goals and making time for relationships?"
1: Um, I want to say it's a natural thing. Or for, for I mean, it shouldn't you know, be planned out. It's it's not planned out. I mean, you know, we're lucky that we both have jobs. We both don't have a nine to five job. Uh, Ingrid does what she does. I, I can be full on for a week or two. Then I've got a couple of days off. Then I'm, you know, go to the office kind of whenever I want, unless I'm on a job then I'm doing 20 hour days. But really we always find time for ourselves, you know, and, and it's really important. And it's not, it's not uh, difficult because also of the job that we have. And, and it's never, uh, it's never. Boring or anything because we because we do so many different things that when we have time together, it's really well spent, but we make priority to spend time together before we spend time with others when we are full on working together. But
0: usually we really go with intuition yeah, with that. Please. Like yeah, we don't, no, like we say, don't make a schedule. No, it's or, an actual thing. It's you just know, natural. we come to the point very often where we look at each other, we're like, okay, the kids are exhausting. Work is exhausting. We, we, need,
1: we need time. We need time. Let's go to Morocco.
0: Exactly. <laughs> that's pretty much how that happens. And yeah. I, I think, you know, that's, that's the way to go about it. I really don't think you need to batch time for relationship no as much as I batch time for work I don't want to batch time for my relationship I want it to be intuitive and natural Um, socialite Simone says I'm coming to Monaco in a few weeks I happen to know Simone actually we speak all the time she's gorgeous Uh, any single guys for me kisses from NYC (sighs) Is that? Tricky. like, Yeah,
1: it's really tricky. It's
0: tricky because we had a hard time finding each other in Monaco. Monaco is not the place to fall in love. It is so.
1: I mean, you can be lucky, but like it's. But it's, uh, but it's been hard. It's, it's very tricky. Monaco is a very tricky place because, uh, because a lot of people, first of all, don't live in Monaco. So they come for the weekend or they come for a business, they come in and out. Some of them f- come for the weekend, but they actually have a girlfriend back home, but they don't automatically tell you. That's true. And they look good. Um, you yeah, have a lot of good-looking guys, but what is their backstory? Well, it's for you to find out and take the risk. But it, it's really hard. Even sometimes we think that we know people and we find out that we actually yeah. don't.
0: Monaco um, is very shiny it's, in in the dating sense because I, I there are other aspects that I love. I love the security. I love the government... I love the pol- the like the way that it's the policies I love you know the police like everything that's that has to do with the kids safety or having a business in Monaco all of that is amazing yeah. but when it comes to dating or friendships I find that everything is shiny but very hollow on the inside
1: and also one advice if you're coming to Monaco I don't know if you're coming by yourself or with a girlfriend or whatever you have to be careful because Monaco I think we've spoken about it before is uh, there's a lot of luxurious hookers in Monaco. Yeah. So any girl, it doesn't matter where she comes from, any girl that looks nice, that dresses nice, that's out with a girlfriend just to have fun, she might be mistaken Mistaken. for somebody else. That's so true. And unfortunately, nobody knows that when they go to Monaco, uh, except those girls that are actually working. But you just have to be careful with that because you know guys will come up to you with something in the back of their heads that might not be at all on the same level of what you're expecting.
0: Yeah, and so you just have to be careful with that. Yeah, it's true. That's that's good advice.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: That being said, that being said, the the night scene is really fun. Well, the
1: night scene is fun, but uh, but, but again, yeah, yeah, to be careful. But I mean, if
0: you're alone, then I would say to definitely go around like Beaulieu and Villefranche-sur-Mer and Cap Ferral. Like, go to the Grand Hotel du Cap where we had the retreat you can go tanning there, you'll meet nice people, you know,
1: like, or go to the beach club in Monaco, like, yeah, go to the beach club in Monaco, go to like, maybe Cipriani is nice, I mean, Sass Cafe is great, but Sass Cafe, the scene is that, I mean, you know, if you see a girl at the bar, you're going to be harassed all night, For sure. same as uh, like Buddha bar, same thing, Buddha bar, if you're alone, uh, you're going to be harassed all night.
0: So um, somebody asked, what is the biggest challenge or reward of marriage? Challenge and reward of marriage. What uh, are you going to say?
1: Of marriage? Uh, actually, I wouldn't say just marriage. I would just say the biggest cha- reward of a perfect, of a, of a happy relationship is just happiness. It's just a full-on uh, synchronization between two human beings on every level. I, I mean, Ingrid and I—we, it's not—we were—we were as happy before we got married as we are now. Today, we're married. Yeah, when
0: we were engaged, or I even mean, just dating. Even
1: even just dating, it was it was the same thing. Marriage, marriage. We did it for us to be a family, to unite ourselves. Well, I did because I liked
0: t- your your last name as my stage name.
1: <laughs> yeah. Also, <laughs> to uh, no, you know, for me to be a, to uh, to me for me to be able to adopt the children, there was all those reasons. But it dis- It didn't make us more happy or less happy. It's as long as you're happy and you have everything that you need in a couple, uh, the reward, that's the reward, is just to be happy.
0: I think for me, the reward of marriage and like being with you has been... The fact that it's not something I need to be thriving or looking for anymore. Like, I have it. I have that significant other that completes me, that allows me to also be myself individually. Like, I can exist separately from you. Like, yeah. our relationship doesn't define me. But I know that at the end of the day, I have that backbone. For yeah, me, that's but, uh, the reward. But you would
1: still have it, even if we, we weren't married.
0: Yeah, yeah. So. No, I think But th- I think that, you know, that's, that's what this person was asking. Like, what is the reward of marriage? What's the challenge, you think?
1: Challenge? Well, challenge. There's only a challenge if there is a challenge, but uh, honestly, there's only a
0: challenge if you don't find me fucking peacocks.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a challenge. But honestly, I mean, our challenges are a very, a very minimal in comparison to what they could be. No, I mean, the challenge, the challenge is just like I said. It, it's to be happy, to trust each other, to be honest. And I think if you have all that naturally, then then a relationship is not. There's no challenge. There's only challenge for people that are complicated. Uh, the, the challenges for people that play games, we were direct and honest with each other from day one. And, and, and it, I think that threw all the challenges away.
0: For me, the biggest challenge in our marriage has been people. Yeah. People that were in your life that were not compatible with us, who didn't necessarily want to see you happy the way that you've become. That's true. You know, people that you were very generous with before yeah. you were married and then yeah. you became less generous because, yeah. oh gosh, now for, you have a family. From your side, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and from your side also, like, there's just friends that needed to get the to fuck be, out of our lives.
1: Yeah, so put for that me, in their places. that
0: was the challenge sure. of our, you know, in of our marriage. Now we found balance and we have but friends But between together, human.
1: there was no challenge.
0: No, no, no. Yeah. None. Yeah. But okay.
1: I, that's around the, us, yeah. I mean, around us, people are jealous. You know, in America, people... Love if you're happy, if you're doing well, they push you, they're happy for you and it's amazing. I'm French. I was born in France and trust me. And the south of France is even worse for that. They
0: don't wish good luck for you. When you're
1: happy, when you're doing well, they're jealous. They put you down. They try they try by every way to put you down. You know, they can call your wife, they can they can call your best friend and say, oh this and that, like they badmouth you so badly just because you're doing well. So that's also a challenge as a couple.
0: I love the next question. Um, Brittany Bethany, sorry. Bethany Taylor says, his story of his road to success and tips he's learned along the way." And I think that's a perfect question for you, because you know I'm going to brag, and it's not a humble brag. At all. You are brilliant, and you've had an amazing career in cinema. You've been a first assistant for Woody Allen on two movies. You've been a first assistant on Inception, on Iron Man. I mean, on a bunch of incredible movies. You've had an amazing career. You've traveled all over the world before you decided to settle down in the south of France and open a production company that's equally successful. I'm very proud of you. We spoke about your career in the first episode but i do think that you know if you can give some tips and speak about your road to success how it was not all as easy as it looks um and still isn't
1: yeah no i mean uh, the 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 film industry is a very uh, particular industry it's nothing i mean every industry has its goods and its bads um it's very difficult to get in at first um you um you know you Usually, unless you're a writer and you become a writer, you become a director because you have it in you, you start you know, all the way at the bottom as a, as a trainee, either on the production side, and then you go into the location department, you go into this, the assistant, assistant director's department, which is what I did. You, ha- uh, you can't
0: have an ego. You had no, no, no ego. No, no, you no, did course. all the dirty you're jobs. you to be ready
1: to do 18-hour days, get paid nothing, and uh, not work all the time. And that was the hardest part was for the first, uh, I must say, eight years, it was very inconsistent work. I could, I could do a great job. I could be on a movie for a month and a half and then i work for like four months. And then your parents are like, are you sure that's what you want to do? Because it doesn't seem to be working well for you. So that was an extra pressure I was getting from my family, but I, was, I had the passion for it. So I, I, I continued, I, I made it work. And uh, luckily after 10 years, eight, 10 years, Work started picking up really well. I turned first assistant director. Thank, God. Thank you to a lot of people that helped me out through uh, along the way.
0: You got an achievement award I, for... got re-
1: I got an achievement award from uh, Directors Guild of America for uh, the Woody Allen for Midnight in Paris uh, yeah. for the assistant directors uh, team with my second AD and my third AD. So that was, that was really fun. By the
0: that way, who are really nice. women?
1: Yeah, who are women? Yeah, Delphine and Aurore.
0: And I love the fact that you actually hire women. And that's for another podcast. I want to bring Aurore on yeah. one day. Yeah, Because I think it's amazing that as a boss, you've given yeah, their mean, chances think, to women in this business, which is very a shark's business. Well, I
1: think it's 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 important to give a chance to uh, to everybody. Uh, women is, you know, f- for me, there is no bad, like more, like you should have more guys or girls on the team. I mean, I did have. I did a film called uh, with Ashton Kutcher. It was called Killers.
0: Killers, yes.
1: And I had five girls on my assistant. Director. With
0: Catherine Heigl.
1: Yeah, exactly. And Ashton Kutcher. I had five girls. They were all my my assistants. I only had a, a girls team, and it worked out perfectly. I mean, you know, girls are just oh, like, they were called, as, as equally. They made T
0: shirts, Jill's Angels. Jill's
1: Angels, yeah. It was for my it was for my fortieth birthday actually.
0: So I know a lot of these women that you've worked with, yeah. and I think that's an incredible trait that you have, and that will. You know, that will go right into the next question. I'm, I'm very good with Segway now, like it became a podcaster, <laughs> like such an incredible podcaster. Michael from Dear Media, are you listening? I became an incredible <laughs> podcaster. Listen to this Segway. So you've given their chances to so many women in the industry, which is a mainly a men's industry to start with. Aurore, who was your second assistant for a long time, became a first assistant recently actually, on uh, one of the series that she did, remember? Yeah. And I want to bring her on because I think it's incredible in this world where men very often are very threatened by women's success. And you don't have that. You have a sensitivity to women. You find that they have smarts that sometimes you don't find in men. And
1: also they have less ego. Uh guys have a lot of ego. I mean I found when I was doing castings to get a like a second assistant director on a movie, I had guys come with like with a huge resume and they were so sure of themselves and I thought, I'm not gonna deal with this guy for like three months. There's no there's no way I'm gonna deal with this guy for three months. And and I would just like say sorry, but I'm not gonna work with you. And the guy would be like, But hold on, do you know who I am? Like, have you seen my resume? I said, Yeah. But humanly, you're not the person for me.
0: Yeah, you're working and, with Angelina Jolie and Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: You know, for me, resume is a resume, but it's not the most important thing. For me, when I hired people on my crew, it was more about a human feeling because these are people you're going to share a story and like, you become a family for a couple of months. And it's important to get humanly uh, along with uh, on all levels because you spend a lot of time with those people. You're doing 16, 17, 18 hour days for like a couple of months. And if you, don't, if you don't get along, you're not having a good time. And this job, this film industry, it's about passion. It's about loving what you do. It's about waking up in the morning, not thinking, oh, shit, I'm going to work. I, I, was, I have not been to work for 27 years. I've been doing something that I love to do.
0: Dosh, you talk so much. You should, Sorry. like, vape a little bit on your CD Okay, I'm going <laughs> now. No, I love what you have to say. But you've, you've given a big chance to a lot of women in the industry all that to segue into the fact that someone asked, uh, when Ingrid has a new business or product idea, do you help her launch and execute? And yes. Yes. Yes and no. but Yes yes and no, because
1: Ingrid knows how to do everything. And I have to say it, she has, she's actually a, a one-man band <laughs> and she does do everything. But I love to help her out as much as I can with what I can. But uh, she doesn't always ask for help. But if I can be there for her, I am there for her. But if I can, if I can help her in any way, I I try. But I I have to say she doesn't always barely need any help.
0: No, no, you're you're you definitely you're the definitely. I give you the,
1: give you the energy to. do Yeah, that.
0: you're the supportive yeah, husband. You're never threatened by my success or so no. the fact that I would do something that you know you because uh, I come up with ideas and I execute them and sometimes i come to you and i'm like okay this is done this product just launched and you're like what can you like stop launching products yeah like can we like go on vacation
1: yeah like no it's more about like we're gonna have to buy another house just for her to like put all the products in
0: well actually we have a warehouse for that so <laughs> you know we that don't need true. another house that we have true. a warehouse yeah, for that but have you have might want to buy the warehouse just to have
1: it next door <laughs>
0: Um, but no, you support me a lot, you're not threatened by the success, you're amazing, and yeah, look, you came to Marrakesh, you worked the deal with me, you made sure that everything went smoothly. Uh, I don't deal with banks, I hate banks, I hate numbers, I'm not a fucking accountant, so you do all of that.
1: But you're good at numbers anyway. Yeah, I'm Jewish,
0: <laughs> I'm good when it comes to money and making sure that there's no loss or anything like that. But other than that, you, you're. I, I find that you help me execute a lot more than you think.
1: Probably, Probably. Definitely. Probably.
0: Anything you want to add for your defense? Uh,
1: No, I don't have to defend myself. Uh, we're, we're doing pretty good.
0: So just so it's official, no peacock, no sex. No giraffe? Uh, no, well, the <laughs> giraffe, yeah. I, I, th- I think it's a longer shot. Besides, I'm always thinking about the transportation of the giraffe. Remember the movie The Hangover? Yeah. yeah. So that's the first thing I thought about. <laughs> but there's no tunnels there are in no Marrakesh. Bridges. There are so no bridges. There no bridges. So it should be all yeah, right. it should be fine. Um, I have one last question before you go. Your son, Dylan Delamar, yeah. asked a question for you. Uh oh. Any tips on getting the ladies?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be that. That would take a whole podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll have to come back any for tips? that. Any tips? Give him uh, a few tips. Your son asked.
1: Any tips? Uh, yeah. Be, be yourself. Don't try to impress. Uh. Don't be, you know, the thing is, the thing is, my tips are from, I have to say, my time. And and unfortunately, time has changed. Yeah. Because in the 80s, when I was, uh, no, maybe like late 80s, when I was like around 20, um, it was a lot easier to flirt. You would call on the home line. You would like meet at a place. You would really meet. You would talk. You know, people wouldn't be on their phones. They wouldn't have the apps to like meet people. It wouldn't be like a supermarket. It was. It was more. It was more human way of meeting today. Unfortunately, because of all the temptation, all the applications of phone, this, the websites, etc., cetera, et cetera. everything has been like cross. It's 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 really it's really tough today. I I pity I pity teenagers and even adults today because it's very difficult uh, relationship to meet somebody and. Uh,
0: yeah, in this Instagram and Instagram. Tinder. I mean
1: every every website has become a dating site. It's not it doesn't have to be called a dating site anymore. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. I mean seriously, LinkedIn. People go on LinkedIn, it's supposed to be like a job thing. Hey, what are you doing tonight? I know. <laughs> I have what? a company, what are you doing tonight? I want to hire you. Yeah, right. Okay, no thanks. This is my
0: fake company. So
1: it's like it's it's really no, it's tough. So giving tips today, yeah, just be yourself, be real, don't lie, because people always find out. Lying, you know, so many people give like fake, fake photos of themselves, etc., cetera, et cetera, And then, then they meet. Come on, the guy is going to meet you eventually. Like you speak for six months on a dating site or on a, on a Snapchat or whatever. And then eventually you meet. And when you meet, well, there's a real person. You can't hide yourself. So stop lying about yourself. Stop lying about who you are, how much money you make, what car you have. Don't go, don't go and rent a Lamborghini for the weekend and then bring the girl back in a 20 square meter studio because that's not going to work. So, any tips, be yourself, be cool, uh, don't brag, don't be too heavy.
0: And have a 22 centimeter size penis.
1: Yeah, that helps also.
0: <laughs> you know I had to say that. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't think she was going to say that.
1: Anyway, I have no clue what she's talking about.
0: <laughs> what? Size matters. Of Come course. On, say
1: the truth. Uh, size and endurance. The, yeah. They both matter.
0: Okay, what makes men happy? Wildo wants to know. She's asking. Uh, you. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I guess maybe we'll, well have... But... Well, <laughs> I guess that
1: answers it all.
0: Thank you, baby, for joining me on this podcast. It was You're really welcome. fun. I know you have to go, but uh, that was a good podcast. It was. Why do I enjoy busting his chops? I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode with Shil. It's always fun for me to have him on. It just flows. Nothing is prepared. Um, On this note, I don't think you need to be hearing much more from me since he was my co-host today. Just reminding you that I've brought back my fucking beautiful Simply Huile de Rose Rose Oil from Morocco and it is now available in the shop at beauty.themethodmc.com if you want that instant rosy glow from the most beautiful and the purest essential oil of rose then this is the magic skincare for you um next week we will be coming out with a new master session on the virtual platform and ella will be joining me joining me again um if you are not a virtual platform member yet sign up you can get your beat body in 10 sessions like my ladies did my attendee- my attendees did at the retreat when we did our 6 days six night, no, six nights, seven days retreat, sorry, um, they all got transformed in a matter of 10 sessions, we had two sessions per day, um, of course, with the help of Simply Inulin as a prebiotic, high fiber, everything, cookies and omelets, chili, you name it, um, as well as a prebiotic Simply Kefir also launching next week are our amber rocks from morocco pure amber rocks parfum d'ambiance which is ambiance perfume um, and scents i cannot wait to bring that into the store and bring a little bit of morocco uh, oriental magic into your homes um, every single recipe for cookies are brioche, my sexy veggies, simply inulin bagels are posted on the site at simplyrecipes.themethodmc.com. Recipe, simply Everything is in the show notes and if you want to follow Gilles and his company Shark Prod and see what incredible work he's doing at the moment, please find the link on the show notes as well. On this note, I wish you a beautiful weekend wherever you are. Bisous bisous from Monaco.